Welcome back, friends. It's TJ, the weirdo with a beardo from Wings 93, with this week's installment of True Crime Tuesday. This week, we're sharing the bizarre true story from the FBI as we dig into True Crime Tuesday episode 47, The Patty Hearst Kidnapping. It was around 9 a.m. on February 4, 1974, when 19-year-old college student Patty Hearst and her fiancé were startled by a knock on the door of their apartment in Berkeley, California. When they opened the door, a group of men and women burst in, guns drawn, grabbing Patty, beating up her fiancé, Stephen Weed, throwing Patty in the trunk of a car, and driving away. Police knew that Patty Hearst was the descendant of politicians and wealthy business magnates, like her grandfather, American newspaper publisher William Randolph Hearst, who had a net worth of roughly $30 million in today's dollars when he passed away in 1951. And it wasn't long until police discovered that she'd been kidnapped by a left-wing urban guerrilla group called the Symbionese Liberation Army, or SLA. The group was led by a man named Donald DeFries and was a multicultural group of men and women, anarchists and extremists, all who wanted to ignite a war with the U.S. government and destroy what they called the capitalist state. The SLA later admitted to targeting Patty Hearst because of her family's wealth, power, and political influence. And if the group's plan was to gain national attention quickly, they succeeded, because Patty's kidnapping made it to the front page of all the national newspapers in the days to follow. Once the focus was on the SLA, they began making strange demands, like distributing $70 million worth of food to the hungry people of California. The only problem was, Patty's father was not one of the heirs to the family's fortune and had no access or control over the family's assets. But in an effort to get his daughter released, Patty's father took out a loan and arranged a $2 million food donation to the people of the San Francisco Bay Area. But the distribution efforts failed, and the SLA refused to release Patty Hearst. Soon after, the SLA began abusing and brainwashing Patty, hoping to, as the FBI put it, to turn this young heiress from the highest reaches of society into a poster child for their coming revolution. Since this was such a high-profile case, the FBI launched one of its most agent-intensive searches in its history to help find Patty Hearst and put a stop to the SLA. The only problem was the SLA was smart and scary. They terrorized people into keeping quiet. They were excellent at keeping their own tight security and relied on a network of hideouts to avoid detection. On April 15, 1974, Patty and other members of the SLA entered the Sunset District branch of the Hibernia Bank in San Francisco, armed with M1 carbine rifles, robbing the bank and escaping in a nearby getaway car. The Attorney General at the time said Hearst was no longer a reluctant participant, but instead had turned into a common criminal by participating in the robbery. Now that fact was later solidified on May 16, 1974, when police tracked down two SLA members. William and Emily Harris, who tried to steal an ammunition belt from a local gun shop while Patty Hearst waited in the getaway van across the street. William and the shop owner got into a scuffle, and when a gun fell out of William's waistband, Hearst used it to shoot out the windows of the store, creating a diversion so the three of them could escape. Now, they wouldn't be gone long until police tracked them down to the SLA safe house nearby. And the following day, the LAPD and the FBI surrounded the home, and a bloody shootout ensued. The hideout caught fire and six members of the SLA were killed, including ringleader Donald DeFries. But the big question was, where was Patty Hearst? 
In the months leading up to the standoff, police began to question Patty's motives. Police officials received an audio recording from Patty saying that she had joined the Symbionese Liberation Army, and she would later admit that she was given the choice to either be killed or join the SLA. Patty Hearst continued to assist the SLA by making improvised explosives and assisting in several other robberies and attempts to kill law enforcement officials. But Hearst's dark activities came to an end September 18, 1975, when she and a number of other SLA members were arrested in a San Francisco apartment by members of the FBI and the San Francisco PD. During her booking, Patty listed her occupation as Urban Gorilla and asked her attorney to relay the message, Tell everybody that I'm smiling, that I'm free, and I'm strong, and I send my greetings and love to all the sisters and brothers out there. The trial for the Hibernia Bank robbery began on January 15, 1976, and Patty was the only one arraigned for the incident. Patty's legal team suggested she had been brainwashed and forced into committing these crimes, which she wouldn't have done if she hadn't been threatened with death or bodily harm for not complying. The presiding judge, however, didn't see it that way. He and the prosecution were convinced that Patty had participated in the Hibernia robbery and other acts as an act of free will. So on March 20, 1976, Patty Hearst was convicted of bank robbery and using a firearm to commit a felony. She received a maximum 25-year prison sentence, although the sentence would later be reduced to only seven years. She would later only serve 22 months of those seven years after receiving a letter of release from President Jimmy Carter and later received a full pardon by President Bill Clinton during his final day in office on January 20, 2001. Since that day, Patty Hearst married the police officer who was part of her security detail whom she had two children with. She also became involved in a foundation helping children with AIDS and is active in other fundraising activities. She would also later become a successful writer, actress, film director, and dog breeder, winning awards at the prestigious Westminster Kennel Club Dog Show in both 2015 and 2017. And that is this week's Wild True Crime Story, Episode 47, the Patty Hearst Kidnapping. Join us next week for more stories of true crimes and unsolved mysteries. We'll see you next week. <laughs>